one of the surprising things if you get really deep into iron shafts and you compare iron shafts within brands to one another and across brands you actually see different step patterns and that uh, contributes to the feel of the shaft the balance of the shaft the weight of the shaft this is the fitting room podcast here's your host nate adelman hard stepping soft stepping what's it good for why do we do it why should you do it should you do it that's what we're here to talk about today this is the fitting room podcast i'm your host nate adelman alongside fitting room i'd say frequent guest garrett pond garrett hello hey nate good to be with you now i wouldn't want to do this podcast with anyone other than you because a few years ago actually one of the things that was a little pet project of mine was our first foray in the fitting room into going deep into tinkering we did three episodes we did introduction to tinkering we did intermediate tinkering we did advanced topics in tinkering and those were three pretty well listened to episodes but that was still like three years ago and one of the topics we we touched on for just a moment was stepping hard stepping soft stepping into the advanced topics uh episode that's a uh uh a typical term used by any avid tinkerer, for sure. Yes. They know a lot about that. And so we haven't done a lot of like hardcore tinkering stuff of late, but we've been seeing a lot of requests, whether it's uh, through fittings down at the test center, um, you know, through the Cali community of people talking hard stepping, soft stepping. So I thought, let's revisit this topic, but let's go deeper. Um, so for those of you who have no clue what we're talking about, you might learn something. You'll definitely learn something. For those of you who do know what we're talking about, you're definitely going to learn something. And I do want to make a note. This episode of this podcast is being f- filmed on video that you can watch on our uh, the Callaway Golf YouTube channel. Uh, and we do have some props. There'll be some technical talk. There'll be some language about showing different lengths of tips of shafts that it might be helpful to look at the video. So if you ever were going to watch the video for one of our fitting room podcasts, this may be a good one, um, but we'll do our best to describe what we're pointing at or looking at as well. Um, so should be no problem there. All right, Garrett, let's get into it. So in order to understand what we mean by hard stepping and soft stepping, I think it's important to lay the foundation of knowledge that we need to know. So let's do a little shaft 101 on iron shafts of what we need to know to understand what is hard stepping, soft stepping, and why does it do do what it does? Yeah, great idea. I I would say generally the difference from hard stepping or soft stepping is is, um, an attempt to change the flex slightly of, of the shaft. And you might say, well, why don't you just use a different flex? And if you um, step a shaft, you change the flex, but you probably don't change it all the way to where it's a whole nother flex. So it's not like you go from a stiff to an extra stiff or a stiff to a regular. Um, and stepping is uh, generally referred to as subflexing as well. That's another term. That that's a good. T- for that's that. a good fitting room term. Yep, definitely. Okay, so when it comes to iron shafts, can all iron shafts be hard stepped or soft stepped? For the most part, yeah, the process can be done on any shaft, and I would say the the effect of stepping the shafts is not always the same, depending on whether you're using taper tip shafts, parallel tip shafts, 
um, stepped shafts versus um, non-stepped shafts, like a Project X versus a Dynamic Gold. You know, Dynamic Gold has steps all the way up the shaft, and Project X has is, has nothing. That's why they're called a rifle shaft. So let's uh, let's start from the ground ground up here. So when it comes to iron shafts, referring specifically to uh, steel shafts here, yeah, um, there are two types of shafts: taper tip, parallel tip. Now, that doesn't necessarily have to do with the steps, but walk me through what those two things are. Yeah, taper tip, um, just as the name would suggest, the tip of the shaft's smaller and it um, gets larger as you quickly go toward toward the middle of the shaft. Um, and those are generally put into the better player iron sets. So um, uh, blades, um, X-Forge type clubs, Apex Pro clubs. And taper tip shafts are uh, discrete lengths, meaning they're different length shafts for each club that they're designed to be put into. So a seven iron shaft is a length for a seven iron head, eight iron shafts a length for an eight iron head, but they're the same exact weight. So even though they're different lengths, they're the same weight. So this is an important point. So discrete, so there's taper tip and parallel tip shafts. There's also discrete length shafts and I guess what, it would be consistent length shafts. Yeah, um, and that's what the parallel tip shaft so, would be. And typically, does it have to be that way? Typically, it is that way, but could you have discrete length parallel tip shafts? Yeah, I think we used um, shafts like that in the past, actually. They, yeah, I think they do exist, yeah. but it's less common. Yeah, it's. I would say that's sort of a shaft created for, a, for an OEM or a, right. a, a major brand to use in a specific product, not something you'd find in the aftermarket necessarily right and so the iron head itself is what determines which shaft it should take yeah so typically like uh on the desk here we have a couple apex pro irons that is a taper tip hosel yeah uh so the hosel is designed for to take a taper tip shaft now we're not going to get into it on this episode but you can there are ways to put a taper tip shaft into a parallel tip hosel whether it's with a shim with extra glue we're not going to get into that today, but it is important to note you can't go the other way. You can't take a, a parallel tip shaft and put it into a taper tip head because it just won't grip. It won't fit in. Yeah. Yeah. You could do it if you're uh, Sander Schauffele or Phil Mickelson or any other tour player. It can probably be done, but aside from that, it's, it's not Because you would be weakening the tip if you have to grind down the steel that tip. That or you'd have to... Uh, you know, uh, drill out the inside diameter of, ah, the, of the hosel. That's another way to which do it. Also, ill-advised. Yeah, that's tinkering. That's like the whatever advanced tinkering is. That's the next. That's past that. But I would say it's that's not even tinkering for benefit necessarily. Yeah. So that's just anyway. We don't need to get into that. Yeah. Like I said, different we're not episode. Into that. Okay. So steps. So uh, when we say steps, what exactly does a step mean? Um, well, as you can see with the shafts on the table there. Um, as you go from the tip of the shaft all the way up to the grip, it gets um, slightly larger in, I don't know what it, what that is, couple inch increments. So every couple of inches, you see what is generally referred to as a step and it gets slightly larger and the shaft companies will maybe change um, how, how big of a step it is, not necessarily just the length, but how big the step is in diameter. Uh, depending on what they're trying to do with with their designs, which usually is uh, either a goal for trajectory or dispersion or ball speed, they'll start tinkering or changing the design of of the steps. Now, one of the surprising things, if you get really deep into iron shafts and you compare 
iron shafts within brands to one another and across brands, you actually see different step patterns. And that uh, contributes to the feel of the shaft, the balance of the shaft, the weight of the shaft. Um, and you'll hear shaft, you know, like you, you kind of don't think about it. It's like, oh, it's just, you know, it's a steel shaft. It, it steps down from from top to bottom. I don't really know what the difference is, but they actually that is a lot of what makes steel shafts different from one another. Exactly. And one of the most critical areas of that is going to be the last step. Uh, so when the when this last step stops and then it's smooth into the hosel, that is going to be one of the most critical areas in terms of feel specifically and a little bit of launch. Yeah, and that's also one of the most critical areas um, as it relates to this podcast of stepping. Because right. that's the the main thing that changes um, as you hard step or soft step, which has a little bit of an impact on potentially feel, ball flight, weight, flex. So I think the term step in this for this podcast, it actually kind of has two meanings. It's like a half step between flexes, you know, so you have your stiff, you have your rag, and then it's, you know, you can get a, a step in between, but it also is literally the steps of the shaft. Yeah. Okay. Now, another thing we want to cover, stepless shafts, because these are popular. You see these a lot in graphite shafts, but also in iron shafts. So here on the table now is an example of a, a stepless shaft. And like it sounds, it's completely smooth from top all the way to bottom. Um, there are no steps that that go down on the shaft. So we'll get into that in a little bit, but we'll start with, uh, the stepped, the more traditional stepped iron shafts. Okay. So that's the step shaft. We'll set that aside for now. All right. So let's get into it here. Um, what exactly we'll start with, uh, well, let's start with the step design. So as you can see on these two clubs here on the table, this is apex pro, uh, we have a pitching wedge and an eight iron. The pitching wedge is on the bottom and the eight iron is on the top. And as you can see, this last step is, um, yeah, you got about an inch or so difference between those, those right. last steps and all the other steps are virtually the same as far as, um, and I guess you know, the length, and it's probably worth diameter. noting primarily. So we mentioned on discrete length shafts, every shaft will be a different length. There's one for seven iron, one for eight iron, one for nine iron. They're different lengths. They match the weights, or they're they're matched throughout the set. Uh, typically, a parallel tip shaft, which will all be one length, you cut them down from the grip end to length, so you have um, uh, you'll have consistent step at the bottom, but you'll have different weights of each club. So, which is okay. The light, the shorter clubs will be lighter because the shaft is shorter. Yeah, um, and um parallel tip shafts if you were going to make a three iron you wouldn't cut any from the tip end if you're going to make a four iron you'd cut a half inch from the tip mm. so you're sort of creating a, creating st a, stiff, a stiffer bottom section as the clubs get shorter similar to what you see in front of you there where that last step on the pitching wedge is an inch shorter than the than the eight iron there so you kind of okay. simulate that with parallels so well. getting so getting into that the shorter the club the shorter the last step is whether it's parallel tip or taper tip and the reason for that is on the shorter clubs, which are typically going to be control clubs, you want them to be a little firmer feel. On a long club like a three or four iron, you want to have a little more action in the tip, get the ball up in the air a little bit easier. So the longer the club, the longer that last step is going to be. 
And that's that's typically how iron shafts are designed. Yeah, I would say that's a general consensus. The the more active tip, higher trajectory. The the more stable tip, more uh, penetrating trajectory or more control. Okay, so exactly. if that if if the way that an iron set uh, shaft set is designed is not quite right for you, um, let's say it just feels a little bit too soft in the tip. Yeah, you may consider a hard step. Uh, so what would we be do to hard step the set of irons? Um, so you would take the shorter iron and put it into uh, the longer club. Um, so what I mean by that is if you're making a nine iron, you'd put a pitching wedge shaft into the nine iron. So the first step would be a little lower than it would, uh, would be ordinarily. And because uh, we're talking taper tip shafts here, the pitching wedge shaft length starts a half inch shorter than the nine iron shaft does so by the time you cut it at the butt end to make it the 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 length of the club that you're trying to make it you cut less of the shaft out so in in addition to making the tip section a little stiffer you've made the overall weight slightly heavier than a than you would if you didn't step the the shaft hard because the larger part of the shaft you're keeping more of well it's just every shaft's about a half inch you know they're discrete lengths mm-hmm. and a pitching wedge shafts usually a, a half inch ah uh, yes shorter than a nine iron shaft so you're you've got um you know you're cutting a half of inch off of the butt end less than you would ordinarily right. so you've you've retained a little bit of of weight by not having as much to cut off. So, and just to just to be clear, when you take the the uh, the pitching wedge shaft and put it in the nine iron, you're still making your nine iron nine iron length. Correct. You're not changing the overall length of the club. You're just changing basically the step pattern. That the step patterns are moved closer to the club head. That's right. Yep. And if you were to make a full set that matched that nine iron, you would take the nine iron shaft, put it in the eight iron. Eight iron shaft, put it in in the seven iron, all the way down to your longest iron. That would be a hard stepped set of golf clubs. Now, what is the theoretical benefit or performance change from doing that? I suppose that would be a little bit subjective, uh, and you know maybe there'd be uh, different arguments based on that. But um, from a feel standpoint, you'd be doing it to make it a little bit stiffer, and um, the subjective part would be the its uh, its effect on trajectory. It, um, which historically shafts don't change the the trajectory or the performance of the of the golf shot unanimously in the same manner for every golfer. Right. So um, I would say the most common reason to hard step would be to to lower the trajectory um, as, as far as seeing that show up on the range on a track man with launch and spin. Um, yet to be determined for everybody. Right. That would be the the general goal. Stiffer lower okay and i wouldn't be too much of a leap of faith soft stepping the opposite the exact opposite so you're taking the the nine iron shaft that went into the eight iron and you're putting that into the pitching wedge so so with that last step uh if you're going soft stepping the last step is going to be longer gets longer than what the standard set would be yep gets longer and um a a little bit more active so kind of in line with what we've been talking about, uh, stiffening the tip section to lower the trajectory, you weaken the tip section to raise the trajectory or, in general, soften up the overall feel slightly from from the original flex of where what you start with. And that is because the skinnier the shaft gets, 
the less stable it is. So the wider the shaft is, the more stable it is. That's why it's going to be the widest under the grip, and it's going to get the skinniest. Yeah. So if you tip. have a longer section of that very first step, it'll it'll flex more essentially. Okay. A couple questions here. We've talked about moving. So if we're you know the eight iron shaft into the nine iron head. What happens either at the top or the bottom? So good if, question. If you're uh, if you're hard stepping and you're taking um, the pitching wedge and putting it in the nine iron, what are you putting in the pitching wedge head? Um, that's a great question. So you've got there's no difference between a pitching wedge shaft and a sand wedge shaft. Um, it's the same, right? So you would essentially have the the last club if you're hard stepping, not hard stepped. Now you could, if you had some room within the diameter of the hosel to try and simulate the same step pattern all the way to the pitching wedge, tip the pitching wedge shaft, right. which would be cutting you know, uh, roughly a half inch off of the tip of, of the pitching wedge shaft so that at least if you look at the steps as you're going all the way through the set, they progress in the same increment. Now at the top end, if you're, if you're doing soft stepping and you're putting the three iron shaft or let's say either your set stops at a four iron, so you're putting your four iron shaft in your five iron, what do you do to your four iron? Well, you put the three iron shaft in the four iron, so you'd have some room there if you're soft stepping um, to, to put. If you are a tour player, like, you know, who plays the three iron, what do you put in the three iron? Most of the steel shafts that a tour, tour player would play have two iron shafts available. They got it, okay. Um, and really, you don't even see two iron Right. two irons anymore and right. if you do you typically don't see someone needing to launch the ball higher <laughs> if they're hitting if, a two iron yeah if they're good using point. a two iron okay so less of a concern up there also yep. probably unlikely that if you're playing a two iron you're going to do much soft stepping exactly Be- yeah um uh and how, okay so how much of this have you seen on tour is this a common practice on tour is it more of the you know the old internet golfer thinking that it's not this- a it's not a super common practice but it is it's it's done you know we see it i would say if i had to just give you an estimate or a percentage on how often it's done i would maybe one out of ten at the most so it's not like we're stepping everyone's shafts one direction or another there's so many shaft options out there that uh, it seems like there's a shaft available for just about every type of golfer without having to really tinker that much to get it to feel right or perform differently got it okay so Two more questions for you. The Do you remember, I don't remember what they're called, so I apologize, but do you remember probably five, seven years ago, there was a set of irons where the shafts were consistent diameter all the way to the hosel, so there was no taper at all? I think it came on like Wilson irons. Like a fat shaft. Like the fat shaft, yes. Yeah. Yes, the yeah. fat shaft. So the fat shaft, can those be hard-stepped or soft-stepped? I don't know, to be honest with you. That's going back before my uh, my club building days. I, fat shafts that had to be in the early, you know, two thousand. Yeah, year, I think right? so. I think it was like, yeah, early mid mid like two thousand, so yeah. two thousand five maybe. I don't know. We'll have to look that yeah, up. Yeah, that that had uh, that was a little bit of a rave for a little while. Of course, the bubble shaft that Taylor made mm. had was another one that was sort of unique and different. That you know, people's attention was was gathered uh, a ton by the shaft at the time and maybe those are sort of at the forefront of aftermarket shafts growing in popularity right okay so on a similar note uh of shafts shaped differently than the traditional stepped steel shaft let's get into um 
the Steppla shafts. Yeah. So, so we have two here. I'm going to put these clubs back or set them aside. We have two here. We have the Project X rifle shaft, which has been a really popular shaft for a long time, actually. It gets a lot of action on tour. And then we have, I believe it's the same shaft, but a different cosmetic. This. Yeah, that's the Black just, Onyx version. Yeah, that's stealth. new. It's stealth, stealth version, all black on black. Both of these shafts, I believe, from a technical standpoint, should be similar. Um, they're going to be stepless shafts, so you can see smooth, a smooth taper from the top to the bottom. Um, so these shafts don't employ steps as a method to reduce the, I guess, add flexibility as they go down. So how do these shafts work? Um, it, from a from the standpoint of you know what this uh, podcast is about, stepping. You have to you have to know if the uh, tip section of that shaft is different on all the different lengths that you could put into the uh, the set. So, is the um, you know is the tip of the pitching wedge a different length than the tip of the nine iron and tip of the eight iron, so on and so forth. And from my understanding, the tip uh, length of the rifle shafts is the same on all the clubs. So essentially you're not shortening the tip section and therefore making it stiffer by hard stepping. So you're uh, essentially shortening um, or making the club a little bit heavier like we talked about if you're hard stepping and making it only slightly stiffer but not necessarily making the tip section stiffer. And I learned that through um, talking to the True Temper guys years ago asking asking them a little bit about hard stepping and they brought that up to me so that might be a little uh not widely known nugget of information so if we're doing if if you are playing you know let's say you've been playing the project x six five forever yep and you know maybe it's just getting a little too stiff for you and you want to make it a little softer but a six a, a oh is too soft can you soft step this shaft absolutely yeah the principle works the same and you're not necessarily making the tip more active ne- necessarily. You're just making the club slightly lighter um, and fractionally softer. So it's more of a uh, a feel uh, and flex story rather than a tip stiffness to change trajectory story. Got it. So the the amount of change you would see is probably a little less on a stepless shaft than on a stepped shaft. Uh, that's probably fair to say, yeah. And I guess it could depend also on the specific models and how they're built exactly. Now, what about uh, we have we don't have any props here, but what about a graphite shaft or you know something like an Aerotech shaft? Like how how do those play in on the soft step hard step game? Um, I'd put those more into the same category as the stepless steel shaft, where the tip sections are probably a little more uniform on on those types of shafts. Um, so you're mostly changing the weight um, and slight change to the flex rather than you're changing the, you know, the bottom step or the, uh, the tip stiffness. And that, that'd probably be a feel change more than anything. And I do see a, a little bit of that on tour now that graphite shafts are just starting to grow a little bit in popularity with, with uh, higher speed, better players, tour players. Mm. Um, for instance, the steel fiber, like you mentioned, we see a lot of players that like um, that shaft. The X flex maybe feels a little bit on the harsh side. The stiff flex feels a little bit on the soft side. So you'll see, a, you'll see players take one of those two and they'll step it 
to the middle a little right. bit or closer to the middle. So do you see when you're doing fittings and you diagnose or you recommend a, a hard step or a soft step, is that going to be primarily because of a feel thing or are there going to yeah. be any numbers on TrackMan that lead you to believe that? Zero TrackMan data typically. It's more uh, almost like a like a, a, a mental uh, you know checklist that, that you're going through rather than, uh, well, I shouldn't say placebo, but it's sort of one of those things, maybe sort of like puring, where you do it and you, you gain confidence that your clubs right. are better because of doing it. Ne not necessarily your performance shows up instantly as being way different on a track, man. And now feel, the the feel part can be very real, yep. um, but there are other probably higher magnitude of order changes that can affect feel more than soft stepping or hard stepping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, it's a, uh, it's definitely a little nuanced part of adjusting the, the, right. the, the club specs rather than, you know, this is a game changer. You know, it's not like a, a, a putting a different club head on the shaft all of a sudden that could be a whole different, right. You know, and now uh, when we've had Phil on this on this show, he's talked about some golfers being really shaft sensitive and some golfers being much more head sensitive. Yeah, he falls in the head sensitive category. Totally. Um, but there are players that uh, the shaft they are more shaft sensitive, where any small changes in weight to the shaft can can have a, a substantial effect on whether it's feel or uh, you know feel in the swing that can lead to some control issues. But yeah, Jim Furyk is a good example of that. Um, very shaft sensitive. If you changed a, a little variable of the shaft, maybe even if you just tipped his driver at an extra half inch, which wouldn't change the look or the feel dramatically or even the way you measure the golf club wouldn't change it much. He might pick up on that. Um, right. And you know, Phil Mickelson, you might put a whole different shaft in there and in his driver and not notice a difference in feel. Now, Furyk's an interesting one. I don't know if he's still doing it. I know a couple years ago when I was checking out his specs, one of the things that surprised me a little bit was, uh, he was playing X flex driver shaft, which is not surprising, you know, for a tour player, but his iron shafts were, uh, regular flex that were hard stepped yeah he had r plus i think he still uses them uh, as far as i know r plus which is a kbs shaft um i'm pretty sure they're kbs tour yep the original kbs shaft um and it's 115 grams hard step so he gets them slightly stiffer than they would be otherwise and slightly heavier than they would be uh otherwise so a little heavier than 115 a little stiffer than the original flex so good example to bring up there yep and he's a he's a guy i mean he is he he has great feel he has great hands um he's very particular not only about his swing but about his equipment um that's probably a whole nother episode we have, actually have talked to furic on the fitting room um probably 2017 2016 or 2017 we had him out at the players championship and he walked us through uh, how his lie angles change, but depending on the length of the club, which was a little counterintuitive because he likes to see a divot that has a slightly longer toe than heel, yeah. which is a unique thing. So yeah. he's very dialed or he's very perceptive to the very, really little things. He's He's got a specific divot that yeah. he's looking for, for sure. Yeah, which I've not heard any other golfers talk about that, but you can't argue with his results. The guy's been really good for a really long time. Oh, yeah. Okay, we digress, Garrett. Um, you know, I could bring up one thing yes. about stepping that seems to show up more so than, you know, step my whole set of irons, especially now that, uh, combo sets seem to be, uh, more popular than they've ever been. Not necessarily combo sets that are designed as a combo set, but players sort of 
figuring out BYO. where BYO. Yeah, exactly. BYO build build your own combo. Yeah. So a lot of players will get a uh, uh, either a more forgiving head at some point as they go down toward their long irons, where they feel like they start to struggle with better contact, or better players more so tend to do it for uh, trajectory or distance, and they often utilize the shaft as they go down in their combo set as well. So a player that's looking for uh, a little bit more speed, not only will they use the you know uh, a head to help achieve that, but they might look for the shaft to help achieve that as well. So say for instance, someone's using a fairly heavy, fairly stiff shaft and all their irons um, up to the point where they want to use a, a bigger head, they might also use a slightly lighter shaft so that they generate a little bit more speed. And if they use the same flex um, of of that shaft in a lighter weight that they have in their higher uh, lofted irons, it often feels different to them, feels softer to them because right. it's lighter weight. There's less material, and this is particular for steel shafts, right. where you you make the the walls lighter or thinner, and even though the flex says the same thing, it's softer. Right. So we'll often see players take a lightweight shaft and hard step it to where they still have a lighter club, generate uh, a lot of speed with it, but a flex that sort of feels like it blends with their right. their, their other other irons. Yeah, that's next level. I think yeah. that's super advanced. You have to be super dialed in your feels and your yardages and your clubs to justify that type yeah. of build. And a um, lot of that stuff takes trial and error too. So say. Uh, I'll give you a couple examples. KBS has the S taper shafts, real popular right now. And they um, players will use 120, 125 typically. And they also make an S taper light. It's like 100, 105 grams. If you wanted to put that in your four iron to try and create more speed, if you use what is dubbed or deemed as the same flex, it feels a lot softer. So you might say, well, didn't feel as good to me, even though I like the lightness of it. Let's hard step it, mm. and then I'll get a little firmer. It'll feel like the rest of my set, and it'll but it'll feel light. I'll create speed. Okay, two, one last question for you. Um, can you hard step, like double hard step? So take the 8 uh, iron and put it in the 6 iron. Uh, you can. Uh, you could double. You could, you could step it as many times, I guess, as you want. And again, um, what you asked about at, um, earlier as far as the short end of the set or the long end of the set, you start running out of room right. for you to actually step those shafts. So if you're double hard stepping, um, the, uh, you're putting a pitching wedge shaft in an uh, eight iron, but you uh, also have to put that pitching wedge shaft in the nine iron. You have to put that pitching wedge shaft in the pitching wedge. Mm. So you're not stepping the pitching wedge. You're single stepping the nine. You're double stepping the mm. eight and then from there on down you have room to double step everything and i've seen yeah. that before too got it yeah so so could i put my pitching wet shaft in every club um you probably could <laughs> you know you might Is that have pitching a pitching wet shaft even long enough for like a five iron um most pitching wedge shafts are about 37 some are 37 okay, so and, a, you, and a half inches you'd be cutting it close so you yeah you would run out of room by the time you're past like a five five right. and four iron before your your clubs are too short. Okay, well, my thought on that is the the companies that are making these shafts are probably doing a heck of a lot more research than someone trying to do that. So yeah, if you're doing do that. that, you're just doing it to be different. Yeah. Not, not, <laughs> okay, else. well, if you have questions about hard stepping, soft stepping, other tinkering, I'm guessing this episode may have uh, spurred some, some thoughts, some questions. 
there's a bunch of ways that you can get your questions answered. The easiest way is go to the Callaway community, callawaygolf.com slash community. Head over to the fitting corner thread and over there, post your questions, tag me, tag Garrett. Um, someone will answer it. Uh, and if you tag us, uh, we'll, we'll be able to see it as well and make sure that you're getting an accurate answer there. The other thing you can do every Monday night, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, you can talk to us live on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio every Monday, um, and you can call in, ask your questions, and we'll answer it for you right there on the air. Um, and, of course, you can always hit us up on Twitter. Um, I'm at, at NadelmanCG. Garrett, what is your? At GP Money. At GP Money. Um, so the, 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 those are three easy ways to get a hold of us. Uh, lastly, the Fitting Room Podcast is part of the Callaway Podcast, or the Callaway Network of Podcasts, which includes the Ship Show, the Girls in Golf Podcast, the New Putting Podcast, and, of course, us, the Fitting Room which I must note, the longest-running podcast in Cali Golf history. So nice. we've got that going for us. Uh, and finally, this episode of The Fitting Room was produced by Alexis Eater, Trevor Miglarino, and Tyler Sheehan. We will be back next week with another episode of The Fitting Room Podcast. See you then. Bye.